Welcome. You are listening to The Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Welcome, guys. My newest program, Elemental Awakening, is an exploration of the elements and six corresponding sacred practices. This program runs from the spring equinox to the fall equinox, and it is a chance for 12 of you to study in-depth with me over the course of the next seven months. Elemental Awakening is the compilation and in-depth exploration of my personal medicine. It's my elemental map, the ways I explore life, self, and my engagement with the world. Tied to the elements and the wisdom of the natural world, this experience goes deeper than anything I can put into a podcast episode, into an app recording, even into my live Monday night class. Over the course of seven months, 12 of us will gather to explore sacred practices, to support one another, and to weave a tapestry of elemental magic that supports our creative growth and our enlivened engagement in the world around us. You can learn more about Elemental Awakening by visiting MerylArnett.com and click on Offerings. Big, big thank you to Baron Fig for supporting all of my offerings in the world. Of course, Elemental Awakening will involve several journaling practices, and I will be using my Bloom Meditation Journal as well as my Wander Dream Journal, both from Baron Fig. They're beautifully designed, so easy to use. I am delighted to partner with Baron Fig, and I can't recommend their products enough. If you need a new journal, be sure to visit baronfig.com and check out all their amazing products. Well, hello, everyone. Happy Monday. We are in the middle of our wind series. And I know in the first class, I didn't really talk about wind. Actually, I talked about Harry Potter. <laughs> but the underlying thread behind all three classes in this series is wind. And that's really what we're going to talk about tonight specifically. Wind is such an interesting element, right? So, so often I find when I feel wind outside, like strong wind, enough wind to kind of blow your hair around a bit, I have the feeling of like wildness, a bit of lack of control or chaos or changes coming, like things feel stirred up, right? And blown about and untethered. And then sometimes I feel really strong wind and what I notice is my feet. I notice how solid I feel against that wind, right? How I am anchored or steady. 
And as I was thinking about this series and I was thinking about wind, I was like, oh, this is so interesting because wind is really, truly a both and. It is both uncontrolled and chaotic and stable and grounding. And, you know, I know you guys know because you're in this class and have listened to me talk for ages and I've told this story before, but years ago, the very first elemental practice I ever did was a teaching from Tracy Stanley. And in that teaching, one day I just happened to do it outside and it was a really windy day. I really call that my wake up day because it was a day that I was like, oh, all of these esoteric teachings around the elements are inside you, they're real. Like that's an actual truth that can be felt. And so we're going to talk about wind. We're going to talk about it in the context of its paradox, of its stability and its lack of control. Because every time we talk about paradox, we also get to talk about equanimity, right? Equanimity, the definition that I tend to fall back on is equanimity is when we feel it all and we're felled by nothing. We're not knocked over by any of it. And isn't that what we're talking about when we talk about a series looking at the light and the dark and the struggles in our current climate. What we're looking for out of our practice is equanimity and ability to be here, to feel it and not be felled. We're still able to get up and do the things that we intend to do and connect with people and smile and find little bits of joy in our days, right? And so we're looking today at a Buddhist teaching. Next week, we're going to look at sort of an ancient mystic Jewish teaching, and we'll see sort of the threads that carry through all of them. And the teaching that we're looking at today is called the Eight Worldly Winds. The Eight Worldly Winds. And this teaching talks about these eight winds as praise and blame, gain and loss, Success and failure, joy and sorrow. Praise and blame, gain and loss, success and failure, joy and sorrow. And now obviously each of these could be its own month-long series, but we'll skim, grossly skim I'll say, and talk about maybe one element of the teaching, which is this. Nowhere, no matter how in-depth you go with this teaching, does somebody say, and the lesson is, work harder, be a better student, try more so that you can control the wind to go towards praise, towards success, towards gain. It never says that. The gist of these teachings are, we don't know which way the wind's going to blow. And we definitely don't know when it's going to change direction. Right? We don't know. We, as mere mortals on this planet, don't get to control the wind. And we're reminded not only that we don't get to control the wind, we're also reminded that if there weren't multiple directions, wind wouldn't blow. We would just be in stillness. 
I don't know who sleeps with a ceiling fan and who doesn't. I don't care how cold it is outside. If that ceiling fan is off, I'm like, I cannot breathe in this room. Nobody can sleep without a ceiling fan. I need the air to move, right? And so we need directions, which means there isn't praise without blame. There isn't success without failure. There isn't gain without loss. And what we know, not only do they have to exist together, but we know through psychological research and studies that those of us that say, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to feel sorrow. I don't feel sorrow. Also, we're the person that doesn't really truly feel joy. Because the minute you say, no, no, that emotion is off limits, well, we just put them all off limits, right? It doesn't work that we get to pick and choose. We don't get to turn the ceiling fan off and feel a breeze. Either the fan is on or it's off. In a way, what we're talking about is archetype. You know archetype? Archetype is an original pattern or an original energy. It's anything that exists across culture and time. So like a very basic example of an archetype is mother, right? And I'm going to assume across the span of time, culture, location, there is some word that signifies mother. And it doesn't say it's only the good mother. The archetype of mother isn't only the warm, nurturing, caring mother. It's also the absent mother. It's also the disengaged mother, right? It contains the paradox. And that's what we're talking about in this series, in truth, is that every moment contains paradox. Do you know what teaching I'm going towards? We talked about it mid last year, the middle way. Do y'all remember this? The middle way says the present moment is the moment where all opposites meet. The present moment is where all opposites meet. And our job is not to resolve the moment. Our job is to be with the moment. So the middle way is where we learn to embrace tension, paradox, change. And rather than seeking resolution, we're learning to just be with what is present in the moment. And the quote that I really like about the middle way comes from Ajahn Sumedho, who's a meditation teacher. And he said, of course, we can always imagine more perfect conditions, how it should be ideally and how everyone else should behave. But it's not our task to create an ideal. It's our task to see how it is and to learn from the world as it is. For the awakening of the heart, conditions are always good enough. Jack Kornfield, another meditation teacher, writes, In the middle way, we come to rest in the reality of the present, where all opposites exist. And so these teachings of wind, of archetype, of paradox, of equanimity, all these words, all these ideas, they're all pointing us to the same place. 
which is for us to be comfortable, content perhaps, we have to stop reaching for one day I'm going to fix this moment. And we have to sit within what this moment is. Now I'm going to put in a huge asterisk on that statement because what I am not teaching, please hear me, what I am not teaching is that we should stop caring and just be like, oh, it is what it is. That is my most hated statement in the world. It is what it is. I hate, I actually hate that statement. I am not saying that at all. Please, please, please care and stand up and fight for what you believe is right. Please. And in your day-to-day life, when you feel like I cannot bear to hear one more horrible story today from this world, remind yourself of the middle way. Like everything else, this is a both and. You gotta care, you gotta act, and we gotta find a way to be equanimous. I don't know what the right word is. We have to find a way to be balanced, both, right? Yes, I care, and yes, I'm okay. So sometimes the world is the worst. It breaks our heart. It makes us contract in fear and plan our escape routes. And in the very same moment, I went outside this weekend and I sowed seeds for a vegetable garden for the spring, which in my mind is maybe one of the most hopeful acts we can engage in. opposites exist in this present moment. So we're going to meditate with wind. And you have the invitation to actually go outside at some point on a windy day and just go do your meditation. You don't have to do something different. Just go sit in wind and meditate and notice how you feel. And equally, tonight, or as you're listening to the podcast, we might sit and meditate inside. And the wind is our breath. The wind is our breath. So we use the breath as an anchor to the present moment. We use it as an anchor to the middle way. It comes in, it goes out, and it holds us right here where all opposites exist. Even within us as an individual, opposites exist. You know, we think of where we are, where we exist as earth. But isn't the truth really that we are wrapped in air? Completely surrounded and ingesting and expelling air? And isn't air actually the thing that allows us to live on this planet? And so when we meditate on the breath, Certainly, it can just be, let me feel my breath and stay right here in the present moment. And when we're struggling with how we feel in our particular moment of our own lives or within the state of the world as a whole, can we use breath as the reminder of wind? We don't know when it's going to change direction. Yeah? 
So let's try a practice together. If you have been seated still this whole time, we're just gonna move around a little bit. So just wiggle your legs around, let blood flow. Set yourself up so that you feel comfortable, safe, supported. And as you settle yourself, into a seat, you'll let your hands rest onto your lap. And you'll let your eyes close. And if that doesn't feel quite right for you today, you can always just take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And wherever you are, whether it's day or night, whether you're inside or outside, let's take a breath together. And so you'll breathe in deeply through the nose. And you'll open up your mouth, you'll release a sigh. And we'll just do that again, inhaling deeply. Exhaling with a sigh. Allowing your breath to flow. And over the course of these first few breaths, there is nothing for you to do other than silently say to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you set that intention for yourself, I want you to notice if you're leaning forward, perhaps, or maybe slumped back, and invite yourself right into the middle, a place where you feel tall and awake, and also relaxed. And you might trace up the length of your spine, just sort of following the spine's curve. Feeling particularly behind the lungs and the heart, making sure that part of your back is tall. And feeling along your shoulder blades, letting those shoulders roll back and down. Create some space for your neck. Lift up the back of your head just a little bit. And then invite all the muscles in the face to let go. And the forehead. Feel some space between your eyebrows. And skin around the eyes. And the hinge of the jaw and the inside of the cheeks. And just 
Just scan down the sides of the neck. And out across your collarbones. Inviting yourself to let go of the muscles in the chest. And the muscles in the belly. And notice that as we're seated here, We are surrounded by air. And perhaps you actually feel, or you simply imagine the experience of wind blowing. Remembering what it feels like as it stirs through the hair on your head or your arms or your legs. Maybe it rustles the fabric of your clothes. And you might simply note as you imagine or feel, which direction are you feeling wind blow? Is it moving from left to right or right to left? Front to back, back to front? Whatever way you created wind in your mind's eye, just for a moment, see if you can reverse it. Just note that the wind can blow the other way. As you feel ready, you'll turn your attention towards your breath. Noticing yourself breathing in. I'm breathing out. And just for a few minutes, Let's play with the direction that our breath moves. And so as you breathe in, I want you just to imagine that you were breathing up the front side of your body. From the very base of your seat, all the way up the front side of the body, breathing in. And as you breathe out, I want you to imagine you're breathing out from the top of your head all the way back down into the earth. 
just in your mind's eye. Inhaling up the front side of the body, all the way up, up, up. And then exhaling all the way down the front side of the body, down, down, down towards the earth. And we're just going to do that for a minute. Still watching your breath. Let's change its flow. And so as you breathe in this next time, you'll feel, feel yourself breathing in through the nose, through the head. And that inhale will move all the way down your spine to your tailbone. And when you exhale, you're breathing out from your tailbone all the way up the spine and out the nose. Inhaling from the nose down to the tip of the tailbone. And exhaling from the tip of the tailbone all the way up, 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 and out the nose. For one minute here. From nose to tail. And tail to nose. ready to change direction. The next time you breathe in, feel yourself breathing up the right side of the body and exhaling down the left. Inhaling up the right side of the body 
and exhaling down the left. And one last change of direction. Without any rush, the next inhale will be up the left side. And the exhale down the right. Follow with your mind's eye, inhaling up the left side. And exhaling down the right side. Tracing that path one more minute. For these final five minutes, we surrender control. We let our breath flow as it will. And we follow along.
feeling your breath, your own internal wind, and the direction that it blows in this particular moment. Notice if you got lost in a thought or a story, bring yourself right back here. Seated tall. Breath deepening. Wiggling into fingers and toes, feeling the very edges of your body. And one time together, we'll take a last deep inhale in through the nose. Exhaling a sigh out of the mouth. Blinking your eyes open. Letting go of your practice. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.